Hey, this is Pastor Justin Krupski with you all here at Bringing It Home. We are continuing with our Magic Factor, our podcast for parents on sexuality and how to talk to our kids about sex and matters within sexuality. And so here we are this week. We're actually going to be answering the question or talking about this question. How far is too far? What are the boundaries that God has set for us that wisdom speaks of, that God speaks of, before marriage, when it comes to a man and a woman expressing their sexuality towards each other by being physically intimate. Uh, I want to start by reading a Song of Songs, again, the wisdom literature in the Bible from parents to children. The couple goes on three dates. All of a sudden you hear this, do not arouse or awaken love until it's so desires and right before that you see them going on these dates you see them falling in love with each other you hear them expressing that they want to have some raisin cakes which are aphrodisiacs and all of a sudden you see the man put his arm around the girl but then the girl speaks they both speak and say we will not arouse or awaken love until it so desires and so there's a clear statement in the song of solomon that when love is aroused the moment where you're allowed to give in to that desire is after you've made a commitment to one another before God and witnesses in the marriage covenant, that's when it arouses. That's when it can be aroused. And what's interesting in the Song of Solomon, a couple gets engaged after that first time where they say we want to arouse or awaken love until it's so desired. So they get engaged, and this temptation, this, this feeling, right, increases even more, and you see it at the end of their engagement, right before their wedding ceremony, which is right before their honeymoon, Right? She wants to be with him all night long, and she talks about how he's a, a gazelle or a young stag, and until the day breaks and the shadows flee, and he speaks to her in this intimate language. So they're expressing that they do want to be with each other. But again, even though they want to be with each other, they both say, we will not arouse or awaken this love until it so desires. And it's clear in God's word that adultery is not just cheating on your spouse when you are married but having sex before you've made a commitment to one another it's very clear and so how far is too far uh, something i always heard when i was growing up and maybe your parents said uh, something different uh, to you or aunts and uncles or maybe nobody had this conversation with you but again we are charged as parents to have this conversation with our children my uncle who used to tell me justin keep your zipper up so I guess for me, what I heard was, how far is too far? Well, make sure my zipper's up. Make sure there's nothing going on down there. Uh, and then my mom would always tell me that, remember, Justin, she's not a pet. And so basically keep your paws off of her. That's how far is too far. Um, so how far is too far? Right, that's the question we find ourselves asking um, quite often. And what's interesting, I heard uh, several years ago, someone said that that's not the right question. The right question is, how holy is too holy? Right? You say you're a Christian. Right? God says, let your light shine before men. We know that sex belongs in the marriage relationship. And so stop tiptoeing to the line, to the edge of the boundary, but stay far away as you can. Right? How holy is too holy? Right? Maybe that's the question we need to be asking. Right? What does a Christian pre-marriage relationship look like physically? And... You might know where I'm going with this, and I'll just say it. I think I've officiated a couple hundred uh, wedding ceremonies and done pre-marriage counseling with a couple hundred couples in the last 10 years. 
that blows me away, I guess, even as I say that. And honestly, a handful of those couples actually waited to kiss. They waited to kiss until the time where I said you may kiss your bride. And several more couples actually did wait, did not give in to that temptation. They waited until their honeymoon night to make love for the very first time to express this this love, this arousing love, this desiring love. And what I've seen uh, very clearly is that these couples who waited, they had very quick engagements. Uh, the couples that gave in to this temptation, they had longer engagements. Right? So, so wisdom's out there saying have a long engagement. Right? But yet the wisdom in the scripture, and Paul actually says this in Corinthians, right? if you're burning, get married. Get married. Right? So often, and I, I'm kind of ad-living now, I wasn't planning on saying this, but I mean, it, it's kind of ridiculous in my mind. Uh, when, when I do counseling with couples, even before they're engaged and a girl comes and says, I want him to propose to me and get married. Um, and I'm like, how long have you been dating? They're like six or seven years. I'm like, are you guys having sex? And her answer is yes. Right? And, and there's something to that. And when I get into the conversations like that, and I know there's more to it than that, but very simply when it comes to sex, if you're having sex, right, why would a guy want to marry you? It sounds horrible what I'm saying, but it's so true. It's so true. Um, and girls, this is something that you need to be able to, moms, you need to be able to talk about this with your daughter. And, and guys, you need to be able to talk about this with your son. What that looks like, where that fits in. And certainly if you're not having sex in the dating relationship, there's so many pieces of wisdom of how that can attack your future marriage if you've had multiple partners before you are married. right? And even opening it up before you're married. There's statistics about divorce and how small that divorce rate is if a couple actually waits till they're married because sex is such a gift in marriage. And certainly there's forgiveness, there's grace, there's restoration. right? But God was wise when he said, wait until you've made this commitment before you, you do this. And then what's interesting, once you're married, every time you make love, you're actually recommitting, you're recovenanting. Um, you're going back to that honeymoon night, that commitment that you made to one another. Um, and so how precious is this, this gift of, of sexuality? Um, it's precious. And it's an amazing gift that God's given us to open up. But again, the question is how far is too far? So parents, how are you going to talk about this with your children? What kind of advice are you going to give to them? When I talk to the 8th graders, when we go to how holy is too holy, uh, we begin to ask this question, and I ask this on a true and false test because I've heard different things about this, and I guess I'll give you this true or false question. Do you have to kiss somebody to know that you actually like them in that way? You don't. But yet people out there are saying you got to see if you're compatible sexually. You're going to be compatible sexually if you like each other. I'll just say that. You don't have to kiss somebody to know if you like them or not. And certainly you don't have to have sex with somebody to know if you're compatible with them in that way. The beauty of two virgins being married, right? They get to figure it out together. Uh, they get to grow together in that. And, and so parents, I want to remind you and remind myself, right? There, There's forgiveness. God restores. Um, it's amazing what God does when there's true repentance and how he just builds life like it's nobody's business into somebody but there is great power with temptation before you are married and so maybe the question isn't how far is too far but maybe the question that we need to talk to our kids about is how holy is too holy and that you're not married to somebody until you are married to this person 
Just because you're engaged doesn't mean you're married. Right? You're not married until you are married. And so parents, may God bless you. May God continue to give you wisdom as we turn into God's word together. And again, I'm here for you. Jay Krupski at TrinityUtica.com. Love to uh, have conversations with you all. I have office hours if you ever want to talk. And certainly I have some good resources that can help you have these conversations with your children. And until next week, may you bring it home this week with your children and start talking to them even more so about the magic factor. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Bringing It Home. Join Pastor Justin at Trinity Lutheran Church this or any weekend. Check out trinityutica.com for the most up-to-date schedule. While you're there, click on the media library and select Bringing It Home to ask questions or to subscribe.